Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. My bestest friends in podcasting, Karen and Jen, are here. Who are you? Woo-hoo! Wait, who's this? Uh, <laughs> this is this is Angie. You may have seen my face on Twitter. <laughs> oh, you have the two. ultimate resting bitch face. Apparently, I never realized I did. And now I'm ashamed. Like, I'm wondering how many times my customers have looked at my face and been like, well, I'll go play in traffic now. Thanks for your reaction. (laughs) I didn't even like try and get a certain spot. I just stopped it and sent a picture. I didn't even really look at the face. But then I was like, oh, oh, bitch, please. (laughs) Yeah, because Karen is the one that's responsible for that. This is Karen. It was my picture. Yeah, Karen. was. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, Karen was the one. So she sent it over and was like, bitch, please. (laughs) And I was like, you know, a friend celebrates you being on TV. A real friend you know, mocks, like, you. mocks you for well, being on TV. I so real that's what we got going on. <laughs> you, you, you go. It's true. Yeah. So speaking of real friends, we have our first Canadian on the show with us today. And we've talked a lot about Canada. We're big fans of Canada. Um <laughs> Sandy Brock is here with us today. Sandy, say hi to your adoring fan. Hey, guys. Notice I said fan because we have like one listener that's like, woo, like they're, it's my mom. But uh, no, we have at least. Hi, mom. Yeah, she's, (laughs) she's happy. They're on a trip uh, this week, so maybe they'll be listening. But so Sandy's here. She's going to fill us in. She's going to be our our hot mess mom and egg. We realized we hadn't had one in a while. And uh, it was definitely time to bring back, um, you know, that sort of, of topic. So, Sandy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, wait a minute. Let's just let's be honest about why we actually brought Sandy on. It's because our our shared nemesis started her own podcast. Gwynny is now spewing her coffee enemas and that oh, steaming yeah. lady bit <laughs> parts to the man. Say it's not so. So we have I to unite here against our little pal. I don't know if you want to oh. use the term spewing with anything <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> has to say. But yeah, we had to bring her on because we wanted to know her experience with coffee enemas and jade rocks yeah. and all of that fun yeah. stuff. So, but so Cindy, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are um, across the border and we don't mean the Taco Bell way. Like we're very close. Um, your Your phone was London, Ontario. And uh, I've got it. tons of business over the years with like Casco and London. And so yep. I like shudder when I see London pop up because it never ended well for me anytime that phone number would call. But uh, tell us about yourself, what you do, and uh, fill us in with all things Sandy. Sure. Well, uh, we farm up here in the Great White North, which is actually probably closer latitude wise to to California. So we're not actually that far north. I'm actually, we are our farm. If you want to envision it location wise, we're right across the lake from Saginaw, Michigan. So if that gives you an idea of of where we are. Yeah. The good old Blue Water Bridge. uh, I think Angie, you're, yeah. Blue Water Bridge, we're about an hour. Okay. Awesome. An hour and a bit. Yeah. 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 And uh, we farm here. I, uh, I, this is not my home farm. I got married and, and, and immigrated here from the metropolis of Paris, Ontario, which is about another hour east. 
Um, and I grew up on a dairy farm and then, uh, now I'm cropping and, uh, with my husband, he, he, we run about 1600 acres of corn, wheat, soybeans, uh, some white beans once in a while when he passes, when I have a weak moment and I let him, uh, and some hay for, for our barn full of sheep. And that's kind of my, uh, my thing is the sheep. So. That's what we do here. I, have- I was going to say that about okay, the, sorry. no, the sheep. Uh, I just find it so intriguing because you've got like this beautiful, like it's like, almost like a Quonset style, right? Like you've got a big round yeah. Quonset style barn and it's full of lambs and I just want to come play like all day <laughs> because they're so cute. Yeah, it was perfect timing at Easter. Yeah. They, they, I always say that lambs have to be cute because they're a hell of a lot of work. Are they? Um, so. Oh, they like die if you look at them wrong? Yeah, they, they, um, I have to, I'm kind of a therapist with my lambs. I have to convince them that I'm okay to live for. You gotta, you gotta stay because I'll make it worth your while. Life is worth living. I have to trick them into not dying. Really? (laughs) What's that? Life is worth living, little lambs. Yeah. Living with the lambs. That's a. So. Am I, am I living with the lambs? Is that what you said? No, I said life is worth living, little lambs. Yeah. Yes, life is. It is. I have to convince them of that. So because yeah. basically, you can look at a lamb and it can die if it wants to, right? I think so. Really? I think so. And I'm always like, yeah. you can find. They they can't. I I mean they they have a bad reputation of of doing that, but definitely given the right conditions, if it's really cold and. And uh, which it can be, or like just weird things happen. Like they can get laid on and just dumb things. So um, we have to make life a little easier for them to, to want to live for crazy. sure. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like delicate. a rabbit. They're like, delicate little yeah, flowers. I keep, like several of our Twitter friends. Sorry. Right. I keep waiting for my kitchen rabbit to just die. You we're still the have lady. that thing? Yeah, Stuart. Exactly. Jen met him. Yeah, he lives in the kitchen. His name's Stu. He's cool. But, you know, like rabbits are, you know, notorious for just dying. Yeah, but they're notorious for just like heart attack, boom, die. And and, uh, the other day the kid walked up and like opened the cage. I didn't know he had the dexterity to do it. And I was like, do not do that because Hank, the the big old fat dog that we have, wants Stuart dead more than anything in the world. Like I swear every day he wakes up to do list, kill the rabbit. And like every night he goes to sleep and he hasn't. Oh my God. That was a song on Looney Tunes. It was. Killed yeah. a rabbit, killed a rabbit. That's what goes through Hank's head all day. You've met Hank. You also understand that. So yes. your son is yes. going to be accomplice to a bunny murder. That's just it. I was like, do not open the cage. We'll need like, I have to put a zip tie on because it's going to end badly, I think. And he's going to witness he, his therapist appointment when he's like 25. <laughs> so where did things go wrong? When I witnessed the bunny get murdered when I was two. So how did you get into <laughs> sheep? Was it part of like, was it something that you've always done or was it something that you were just like, they're key? You- That's hilarious. It's, yeah, no, it, I always, I always say I fell into sheep kind of accidentally um, and probably made some veteran sheep farmers very like who the, who the <laughs> hell does this girl think she is? But um, I actually, I graduated, uh, university and I worked for my in-laws at a pretty big broiler breeder operation. So I was in the chicken world for about 13 years. And, uh, after some, after some family discussions and, uh, and maybe some, 
uh, yeah. Anyway, some so, life changes. So I have to ask, Mark and I. is that discussions <laughs> yeah. in quotes or is that just family discussion? You know, because I know how those uh, discussion yeah, in was, quotes go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of, a little bit okay. of both. Um, okay. Definitely. We're definitely in a better place now. <laughs> um, it definitely, it definitely wasn't as bad as, as, as some horror stories that I, that I have since heard and witnessed. So uh, I, I think we got off fairly lucky, um, but we were kind of left, uh, Mark still was operating the, the crop world, which he always did. So he didn't, there was really no change to him, but for me, um, I had to walk away from the barns and that was all I kind of knew. So I really felt like I lost a little bit of my identity and my, you know, my, I, I worked really hard for 13 years to, to learn the ins and outs of the actual industry. So I was feeling very, uh, very shaken and and uh lost i guess and then mark and i just sat down and he's like okay you want to you want to be in a barn we we can't do dairy we can't get quota so what do you want to do and oh my god i'm like i have no idea <laughs> I love your husband is that wrong and he's like what's that i love your husband that what he actually said let's sit down you want to be in the barn let's see what we can do oh i love him <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not a very good person to be around when I'm like gloomy. <laughs> pretty so you know, like whatever what what do you want to do? What's this gonna look like? And and he's like I've kinda always like sheep. I'm like, are you freaking crazy? And uh and and I literally I was like, No way in hell. And and then he's like, you know what? He went online and we looked at the uh, Ontario sheep marketing agency website and he's like there's a actually there's an infrastructure course coming up why don't you just go and see what it's all about and I did and I turned some farms and I was like I think this I think this is my calling I think they're I love it I think it could be I think it could be really cool what's that I love it I think that's awesome yeah 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 so it just kind of I literally accidentally fell in it I mean um and and now I I feel like I feel like all the crap that happens in your life kind of directs you to maybe where you're, where you're supposed to be. Yeah. No one could have told me that 20. I always say that. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, that's, I always say that if it's not to meant, if it's not meant to be, you know, and, and, uh, um, it, it won't happen. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you can try to force it all you want yeah. and it may happen for a minute, but, yeah. um, you're going to end up in some random spot that life wants you to be in yeah, anyway. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I try not to get overly worked up about <laughs> the shit life throws at you just because it, you know, whatever it's opening a door or whatever, That's for right. every door that closes a window opens or something, the, you know, that I read. Is that to throw people out? <laughs> what Jen? Is that to throw people out right? every time a door closes a, a window, window opens, opens to throw someone to out. out? Yeah, Pretty much. So that, <laughs> so tell us though, that's the best part. Right. So you, we always ask, you know, like you were talking about working for your in-laws. Was that before or after they were your in-laws? So how did you meet your, your husband? Uh, we actually worked at school. I met him in my da, 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 second summer. I always worked. We had some pretty sweet jobs up here. I went to school at the University of Guelph and, and Guelph really aligns with a lot of the um, herbicide research. Like, so we did... I, Mark and I both worked for DuPont one summer, DuPont doing uh, field research on some herbicides. And we ended up being work partners. And it was, I think we worked for maybe a week. And he was like, I think we, I think we need to be more than work partners. So I was like, okay. 
And that's kind of... <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Okay, it's just the herbicide you were sniffing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think so. I think I lost my mark. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I sniffed too much herbicide. I was the mixer and he was the sprayer, so... <laughs> see and that works out that's not just it, it really yeah it's not even yeah it just kind of worked out and then uh yeah and then and then I still had two more years he had one he was a year ahead of me so he was done the year before me uh and we were engaged the year after we met so I was I was engaged in university which was kind of like bah but it was all good <laughs> That's gonna right. suck the fun out of it. Yeah, he was like, "I'm leaving, yeah, so I'm putting yeah. a ring on you, so you don't get any ideas." So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm locking this shit He's down, smart. smart boy. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. So, how long have you guys been married then? This will be our twentieth twentieth year in September. No way. It is. There's I know. no way. I know. Congratulations. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, congratulations indeed. Yeah. If he learns nothing, he should learn from Chris Campbell that he should buy you a present. Yeah. Can I just say that? Yeah. I have heard I because... have heard that on a few of the podcasts that Chris shit the bed. The only yeah. reason we have a podcast is to shame Chris. Yeah. Like that's right. We, we, we started it. We're like, what are we gonna do? Well, we need a podcast. What is our, you know, like someone's asked what goal. our goal or you know, our mission statement is, and it's to make Chris Campbell feel shame for not purchasing a 25th wedding anniversary present. But hey, what are you going to do? So here we go. Our rules are don't be a douchebag and don't be a Chris Campbell. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Those are the mission statements. Yeah, that's just it. So you guys, you have, how many kids do you have? Two? I have two, two teenagers. So Jack is 17. He'll be 18 already. And Jess is 15 going on 16. So fun age, but definitely uh, they're different worries now, right? Like what time are you coming home and and uh, what party are you going to and stuff like that. So wait a minute. We're supposed to ask our teenagers those questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, if, just if we have to pick them up. <laughs> Where am I okay. going? Oh, well, that's true. If you have to pick them up. Here's yes. the best line I've okay, ever true. heard told to teenagers. <clears throat> My friend Trisha tells her boys, don't get, catch anything they don't make a cream for yet. Oh my god, that's funny. That is funny. I tell I my, uh, I tell, I tell Jess, and she just dies when I tell her because she's kind of a goody two shoes. But she's, she's like, "Can I go to a party?" I'm like, "Yeah," and then she'll be like, "Okay, see you later." And I'm like, "Don't get pregnant and don't get drunk." And she's like, right. "Oh my god, oh my god, mom, yeah." So that's, that's I funny. would not do but that. It's I do that with my kids all the time. I'm like, you just got to know. I mean, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. It's the only okay. way. Okay. It's, I mean, they they can't tell, you know, like, uh, my favorite is like on the reality shows when you're watching with like the 16 and pregnant and stuff. My mom never talked about it. Really? You had no idea that was a consequence? Like, okay, then. So I guess it's that's why I talk about it. Yeah. To, to put it out there. So tell us, you know, like, what is a typical day then? And on the the Brock farm, on the Brock residence. Well, for the most part, I am on sheep duty. So uh, if it's not cropping season, <laughs> if it's not cropping season, then I am just on barn duty. So I just I'll get up, um, and it depends if I'm working on a vlog. If I'm working on a vlog, I get up earlier so I can edit in peace with coffee. 
and then um, nice. go out usually around seven thirty, eight o'clock and start doing chores. If, and if I'm lambing, it's, it's, uh, this last group, I was getting up at four. So they were some pretty long days, but it was a kind of a short, a short, um, timing that I had. I had the group lambing pretty quick. So I knew I can do four o'clock for two weeks. I can do that. So, and then, uh, yeah, and then just chores and some management jobs and some shipping lambs once a week or once every other week. And then, uh, nighttime is, is, uh, usually no chores at night. So is it lamb so, for meat or um, do you do wool or what, what, what do you raise? Your uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, mine is just is just meat. I am I'm not. Uh, I don't know if it's I don't have enough time or I spend my time on things that don't make me money. I'm not really sure. Uh, but the wool, the wool. There are a few producers that are that have really stepped up and and starting to to go down the wool the wool trail because uh, I think in Ontario the local movement's quite quite big here. So I think they're finding an opportunity in selling wool at local markets or online and. I think it's great, but I'm I'm just I'm just watching them. I'm watching them and seeing how it goes. I'm just I just I don't know. I don't know if I'm lazy or I just don't want to do it or it's just one more it's one more thing. <laughs> it's one more thing to do and it's pretty um and not just wool because I don't know anything about it, but when you tar- start talking farmers markets, when you're used to dealing in larger scale production ag, it's it's intense. It's, it really is and really time consuming. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you're used to dealing on a larger scale like that, you don't, that fine detail yes. that it takes and that time involvement for smaller she, things like that is just, like it's intense, very intense. And it's very different. Yeah. And one of the right. big things and, too, which like me, you talked about it at the turn of, you know, the start of the year where if it's not a hell yes, it should be a hell no. And so if you don't have passion, right. Well, in you're it, right. You're right. you know what I mean? Like if there's no passion, it's like, so you do the things that you don't get, you don't make money. You know what I mean? Like you just said where you're like, like I like to do the like things that I don't really make money on. <laughs> right. And that's what. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Well, and the blog and stuff like, like it's, it's things that, uh, yeah, like I enjoy doing it and, and it just, it presents opportunities in different ways. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, I think we can get bogged down in the weeds of farming pretty, pretty easily and the work of it. And, um, it's just, that would be a whole nother. And, and my problem is in the summer, I'm, if, if I'm not in the barn, I'm helping Mark and we have hay now and hay is like all F in summer. And, and so if I wanted to book every single Saturday at a farmer's market, when, when am I going to do hay or wheat or, you know, it's just, so I am a full-time sheep farmer, but in the summer I'm part, I'm a part-time cash cropper too. So it's, it's uh, it's, so, we're just so like, pretty thin. If, is there someone to take your place if you wanted to do that? Like around here, if I told Chris that I was going to do something during planting and harvest, I'd pretty much get the shit eye um, because right. there there is no one to do yeah. my job. Right. Right. And, um, we do, we have a really good hired, hired man. I hate calling them hired man. I, we have a really I good do too, guy. But what that is works, the word? Yeah. That works yeah. with us. And, uh, he has been, he's been a godsend and, um, Mark's been pretty busy on a commodity board the last three years. So having him around has been like, has, well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are today if he wasn't around. So he definitely is Mark's right-hand man, but 
for me, I've relied on students. So I've been lucky. I've been a part of a co-op program at the local schools. So during the school year, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have some co-op students help me during the day, even a half a day, which works actually perfect for me. And then in this, in, on weekends, I have a couple local kids that, um, that give me a hand for a few hours on the weekend. They feed and just do the bareness, like just chores. And if I'm, if there's lambing going on, then I work That's weekends cool. and deal with that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, so it works. It works. But to, to put on, to put more stuff on that plate, uh, then you're looking right. into definitely getting some more, and maybe that's, then it's one of those things. And so when you want more labor, then you need to almost add a whole bunch more work. And then it's like, well, then are we just, you know, just to justify the labor, then are we okay where we are at status quo? I don't know. So it's, yeah. It's those, oh, I know what you mean. We, we yeah. quit farrowing and, and we were like, well, we can either hire help and not yeah. make any more money right? or, you know, we've got to do something and there's, yeah. it's a fine line. It really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your blog. Because sure. uh, <laughs> I am in love with the truck talk. Like anytime it comes on. <laughs> the truck truth. Yeah, truck truth. truth. Yeah. Well, it should truth. because yeah. we totally emulate you guys. So we'll we'll be talking about you guys. We'll meet for, <laughs> for lunch and we'll be talking about something that you guys have talked about. And I'm like, that's what I want to do it on. And, and, uh, and so we, I hope we don't, I hope you girls don't think we always try to give you credit because, um, we love, we love listening to your podcast and, and, uh, yeah, so we started doing that. I, and I totally copied the truck truth idea. I've been following these two moms from Toronto and they do one on moms and they call it a mum truth. Like it's mum truth Friday okay. or something like that. And they are they're I've seen hilarious. it. And they're hilarious because they they talk about all the things that we all have in common, but that no one, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, people want to talk about how good they are. They're so good at this yep. and so good at this. And look at how awesome my corn is and look at how, right? And then, and for moms, same thing. Like, look at how gorgeous I look when I wake up in the morning and look how well-behaved my kids are. And they get on and they're like, Nope, my life's a shit show. And I'm going to tell you for three minutes how, you know, how it really is. And it has just gone crazy for them. And I'm like, I said to Amy, I talked to Amy about it one day. And I'm like, I'm like, we have this in farming. It's no yeah. different. We, we compare ourselves all the time to people that have better crops or people that like me comparing myself to these other producers that can do everything. And it's like, because that's what I see. So then I start comparing. I'm like, how do they have the time to do that? And I don't have yeah. the time, right? Or, you know, and then and it's like, and and then I'm like, no, you know what? We need to come together and and this is fun and it's funny and we can build a community of, you know, we're all, even though we have a lot of differences, we have a lot of similarities and it's time that we, you know, get along and embrace each other for what, what is the same instead of always bickering yeah, trying about to figure out why we're that's, we're that's better it. than the other person or whatever it may be you know covering yes. our insecurities yes. by talking about how great we are is i think a very common exactly. human practice and so that's what i love the most is it's just like this is what's yes. going on um i still am cracking up and <laughs> i i wish i should have like rewatched it so i could quote it because there were so many times where i laughed out loud you know, where your husband had lost weight and you're like, all of these other women are like feeding their husband and everything. You're like, that's required. Like, cause it was, it had been a busy season or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
I'm just, it pisses me off because I'm like, I'm doing it too. No one's in the kitchen making me anything. Like literally. Oh my God. Yes. Like he will start, he will start, he will just not eat. And I'm like, screw that. Like I have to make myself a lunch or I will die or get so angry that no one wants to work with me. And then it's like, well, while you're in there, right? Like grab me something. Yes. And I'm, I'm throwing my hands around in agreement. I'm like, when I come in at night and we've both been out for the same amount of time I, and he's like, so do you have a supper plan? Nice. I always go, do you? What'd you put in the crock pot right. this morning, honey? Oh. That sort of deal. Yeah. It amazes yeah. me. Exactly. That's what exactly. It. Yes. We have a lot of hot dogs at midnight. Yeah. All yeah. summer long. Yep. We live like three miles from a McDonald's. Right. I'm not going to lie. If it weren't for McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm a and that, food yeah. blogger. I mean, I blog recipes, and I'm like, um, I'm not gonna lie, my family eats <laughs> just a blog lot of like a double double quarter pounder. So you take the bottom and the top bun off two quarter pounders, and you slam them together, and now you have a quadruple pounder. There's your next food blog. <laughs> like quadruple. Now you have one pounder. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> a one pounder. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. My son would be all over that. Right? That's why mine right now is obsessed with McDonald's french fries. And our McDonald's in Algona has the ability to make Carl and I fight over any. They're worthless. Like, you just, you pull up. Like, we sat there for 10 minutes this past weekend. No one else was really there. And they never asked us what we wanted. I'm like, (laughs) what did you do to piss off the drive-thru lady? Like, obviously, she looked saw your face and was like nope they can go elsewhere and so like we leave and we get into this fight and colton's in the back seat pissed off because he wants to know where his french fries are because he knows you know when you pull into mcdonald's now that you get a brown bag and it has fries because i'm the mother of the year you know like all our kids eat chicken nuggets chicken nuggets and fries that's all our kids want that's all they want I cracked up the other day because I walked into the living room and he's like open mouth kissing the dog. And I'm like, all you know, everyone's talking about feeding their toddlers organic non-GMO crap. And I'm like, my dog licks his ass and then kisses the, yeah. the kid. So like, yes. I don't know what you want me to do. It's still organic. So. Come on. Yep. Yep. They just right? So speaking yep. of um, mom fails, <laughs> uh, you can't be on the show without us talking about like, your bestest, most embarrassing, you know, mom moment. If you, you know, if you can remember uh, a good one or you may not have one, you might be perfect, Um, but we know the truth, you know, right? Oh, I got a, oh, I got lots. Um, It's, but I have a, I have memory loss as well. So I'll, I'll, I can remember one in particular, my, my son was maybe in kid, uh, grade one, maybe grade one. And he had been infamously calling with stomach pains, which I don't think it was. Happened I think to he me. just didn't want to use the yep, school's bathroom. I can tell you. Because yeah. he's probably a homebook kid. Right? And, and, and I'm like, I know damn well you just have to, have to do your thing and you won't do it at that. And, and I was really busy that day at, at the barn and I remember getting the call from the school and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And so I, I rush into the school and I pull in and our school, the school had this like U shaped parking lot in, in the front, in the front uh, to pick up your kids and stuff. And, and they had changed it around. So now the direction was going the other way. So I'm like, Oh shit, I'm going the wrong way. So I throw the truck in reverse and, um, 
I <laughs> must not have looked behind me and I totally <laughs> ran my truck into someone oh, and she like, she, and like <laughs> oh no I ran into this woman's van just a, like a little but the problem is there's no 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 uh injury right. to my truck because I had a trailer hitch on Ooh. so the trailer hitch went through her <laughs> went through her grill and she wasn't very happy and I felt really yeah. bad and then of course I'm in my barn clothes so then and she wasn't so I got you know you kind of get looked up and down and I, I felt I just if there was a hole like if there could have just been a nice hole for me to die nice. in right there I I would have been really happy um, and then, yeah, I went into the school and I saw Jack and then I, I looked at him and I started to cry and then he's like, I'm good, mom. It's okay. I'm good. I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> I went home without my kid after all that. So he never right. did call me ever again. He never got the school to call me after that. So that was my, uh, that's when I remember. And then the most recent one, um, my husband was, uh, helping me this weekend because we put in a lamb feeder in it couldn't freeze and of course the weather here is is uh on some bad meds and wants to freeze still so we had to insulate it real quick and so he he built me this uh kind of looks like a it looks like an outhouse for my for my feeder and I'm like where did you just find all these all this lumber and 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 a door and he's like that was the kid's tree house we never put up so that was our that's awesome that was our that was our second fail as parents so yep the lambs the lambs in one weekend got the treehouse my kids it's all about intent that's awesome i mean really you guys bought the lumber intending on putting it up and so that's all that matters is really you wanted to do it that's all so it was there right that's there yeah yeah now it's no that's great for the longest time, it just looked like a tree stand in our in our tree because we did kind of frame it, but yeah, it didn't go anywhere, and now it's rotten. So it's we knocked it down with the excavator <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, that's fun! Yeah. Our life, our life is one big hot mess. I'm not gonna that's, lie. Hey, I think all of us are, and that's what I love the most. Like I said about the truck truths and about you know just interacting with you on on Twitter <laughs> is that there is such a desire to be like, no, 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 look at me. Um, I have it all together. And uh, I think we're failing a whole generation. And maybe it's because, you know, our, our, the generations that came before us did even better at, you know, showing that they had it all held together, even if they didn't. (laughs) But, you know, there's a a young group of, you were really good. Right. And that's a, there's a young group of women that are like in their twenties now and are starting to, to enter into the, the workplace and, you know, or, or thinking that they're yep. supposed to be perfect. And it's like, Oh honey, hell no. <laughs> like I remember I had a gal oh, no. message me one time and she's like, I just, you know, I can't wait until I can have it all together. Like you do. And I'm like, do you, this was before the podcast. So obviously now she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe she was my role model. Uh, you know, but I'm like, no, there's no such thing as having it all together. There's just not having it completely fall apart on you every day, which is, something that I'm failing at, but. Well, and I think there's some truth into being, or, or something into being honest. I mean, we're not, we don't have it all together. I never claimed I did. I don't pretend I do. I mean, I used to pick up hog semen in the kindergarten pickup line. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know. And that had nothing so to do with the farm. Scared. She just was a hog semen <laughs> trader on the side. She just liked it. Right? That's what. That'll be Black Gwyneth Paltrow's next push for extra protein. Um, 
Oh, gross. Absolutely. So tell us, though. Speak. I wish she would push more of our stuff. I think we'd make a ton of money. I think we need to align with her instead yeah, of, Yeah, we need like, her to do something with water hemp. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Yeah. She could sell more than we could. Um, face yes. or something with water hemp. That's what we need. There you go. There you go. For sure. So you've you've been around for a while, and that's not say you know. But you, so you wrote a book, right? You said it's been around for quite some time. Is that when did you write it? Tell us about that one. Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of how old the kids were when I wrote it. I guess that was my back when. Oh Christ, I don't know. Maybe ten years. How old are they now? So yeah, it might have been about almost ten years ago now, and. Um, even that, that thing that I talked, my little incident with the truck, that's actually, that's a picture in the book. Actually, she, my friend (laughs) knew all about it and my friend did all the, all the illustrations for it, um, kind of out of her comfort zone, but I presented her with an idea back when I was kind of at home with the kids and, and farming and had no life outside of that. And I said, I really want to write a book. And she's like, what kind of book? I'm like, like a children's book, a funny one, like something. Cause at that point me and the kids were into SpongeBob and like shows that were more for the, for the parents, not necessarily the kids. And I said, I want to write a book like that, that, that the parents would have just as much fun reading to their kids as the kids would actually listen to their parents read it. And, um, and she's like, well, write something and, and we'll, and then we'll talk. So I did. And then she did all the pictures for it. And and uh, and I just got it published. I, I didn't. It's not really published. It's just printed. I just took it to a print store, and and they just print some copies, and I give it to moms that are having babies and stuff like that. So, yeah, it it is like the ultimate <clears throat> um, superhero <laughs> hot mess mom book ever. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I have a copy of it, and it cracks me up, and I think it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's... What's it called? It's called My Mummy is a Farmer, actually. Yep, and that was back in my chicken farming days, so it's it's me with a bunch of chickens chasing me around. Oh, that's awesome. I need to see <laughs> this book now. Sure. Well, I'll have to get some more printed. Actually, Jen was going to help me. Uh, she's actually, she's been trying to help me, but I'm a little bit slow yeah. um, uh, in trying to get it on Amazon, trying to get it on Amazon, like her book. So we I'm are gonna, totally going to get it to do that Someday. I I, to know, that would be great. A huge yeah. hit. I think it would be a huge hit for, I mean, all moms that are just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> How the hell do I survive sort of deal? You know, exactly. like, and that's, I think that's very common um, amongst being a mom and being busy and be, you know, all of these expectations and trying to work your way through them. And so, no, I think it's great. I think it's, it's good. And I, like I said before, you know, I love setting an example of, Hey, none of us have our shit together. So let's just all embrace each other. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but I thought when we talked about this originally, this was a book that you gave to your kids as teachers because you couldn't be at every single school party. Right. I mean, right. that was I one did. of the I things. Originally, yeah, I gave it to their, I, oh man, the, well, the one, Jess was in kindergarten, so it was a while ago. And she, that, that teacher, I mean, she's from a rural area anyway, so she gets it, but she, I think she still has it in her kindergarten on the bookshelf for her kids. So, um, yeah, I gave it to her and then, yeah, because I was, I, I think actually we talked about this last weekend. The kids asked me how many 
cool trips did you go on? I'm like, I remember going on one and that's it. Like I was so bad, so bad. Well, I just, I I couldn't, I couldn't do it. (laughs) And and, you know, a lot of times, you know, like they're, Oh, you're a stay at home mom. Well, I am, but we also are self-employed and work at home. So I can't be at everything No, just because you think I'm here, you know, doing nothing in the house all day. I'm not. Well, sometimes I am, but, um, and so I think that, I think that book is, is really good for like, like say hot mess moms and ag particularly, because there is shit to do around even when you don't think I work anywhere at all. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get it published. And it's, and it's never ending and it's, and the, and the thing, I think the thing we, forget about as farm wives or or partners in our husband's businesses and like our businesses is that we are full partners and full decision makers along them alongside them Um, but a lot of us still have to do that that um, not all of us because there's a lot of men that step up for sure Um, but we we do kind of take over the household duties too and and I'm not very good at it. So I guess I wrote it because I'm like, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't enjoy, it. I'm just a self-proclaimed house loather. I, I don't like housework. I don't, I'm not a very good, like my kids haven't kicked me out, but I'm not a very good mom either. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if, if you want to learn to clean the barn, I'll teach you, but I couldn't tell you how to clean the bathroom because I just don't care. That's why I hire it done. I just don't care. There's just so many other battles. Yeah. Karen and I hire yes. somebody to do that. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. Yeah. I did have a housekeeper for a long time, but she, I think she actually, she retired. Oh, we killed her. I think. <laughs> yeah. I've had mine for like eight years now. And I'm just like, hmm, that's like my second longest relationship. <laughs> no kidding. That's awesome. No kidding. And the most important, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's true. That is. It's true. Right? Yeah. That's the oh, it was about makes Glenny. a big difference. So, Karen, before we got started, you mentioned a surprise. Glenny. Our friend Gwen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I thought maybe you were partnering with her. So now she has she a podcast so we can listen to it. As if I don't have enough crap in my life. Crap. Literally. The dumbing of America. Well, you guys need to plow through the manure online. She's giving you ample material now. Yep. Right. I think she's she's doing it. She's doing it to rebel against against you guys. She uh, she knows who we are. Oh, she knows. Yeah, totally. Huge threat. Right. (laughs) she's on to us. She's totally threatened by us. Yeah. She's a big fan. We sent her a hot mess mom T-shirt, so we're good to go. But. So no, I, uh, you know, I appreciate it. That was one thing I wanted to, you know, really kind of chat with you and, and, uh, um, you know, just kind of see what you, you know, what was going on and what was behind the whole, uh, Brock farm, all the, fun all, stuff. all the fun stuff, you know, like I said, truck truths and all the, the stuff, you know, it's so nice to, to have a, another mom that, you know, is, is, uh, out there and working hard and rearing kids and all that. I really think you're the funniest Canadian uh, ever. (laughs) There's many more funnier ones than me for sure. You guys, I I do have to say that your, your podcast is, I like, I never miss a week because half the time I just feel like I'm 
having drinks with friends because I'm nodding. Like you guys are talking about stuff. I'm nodding to everything. Um, but, but it's like <laughs> a unique way of still getting a message out because care, like I've learned so much on like I'm surrounded by people that I've surrounded by agronomists in my life because my husband's an agronomist and a good friend of mine, Lauren is an agronomist. So I'm, I'm, I'm always surrounded by these people talking about agronomy stuff. But when Karen explains it, I'm like, I, I get, it. I don't know. It's, it's, I think because she's talking to you girls just as friends and I don't know, it's, yeah. I can understand it better. So I love that because then I can talk to Mark about, what I've learned from Karen and then an Angie with marketing. Cause I like don't know any of that side. And then Jen's just my, Jen's my uh, spirit animal because she's just me only <laughs> in Indiana uh, and dealing with pigs instead of sheep. So it's, it's fun. Like you have a, a very unique uh, way of doing your podcast and I really like it because it's just, you're just talking to each other. And I, and I, and I appreciate that because it's like, we're just, we're just overhearing you guys having a good time. You're listening to us at the bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And awesome. we still say things as though no one else is listening. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we forget and we get to, I go to edit and I'm like, does that have to be bleeped? I know. Is that I know. a word I know. that <laughs> one should bleep? I'm like, eh, if it's on Comedy Central before 8 p.m., I'm not going to bleep good. it. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's the fun part. But then there's certain ones where we have to warn people, like, do not listen to the kids in the car. Exactly. It'll there, end might be, there might be some so. ex- excess editing that should have happened and it didn't. So, and it's the same thing when I'm, right, when I'm, I'm editing, too lazy to yeah, do it. And when I'm editing yeah. Amy's and uh, like the one I do with Amy, it's, it's always, they're always the fun one to edit. It's a fun one to edit because I'm laughing through it. Right. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So those ones are, I do like editing those ones because it's number one. I'm not just looking at my freaking mug the whole time. Um, but it's, right. it is fun to listen to what, what you're saying and, and how you respond to the other person. And, and I don't think any of you realize the rapport you have with each other and, and you start to, <laughs> you start to answer, like you start to finish each other's sentences and stuff. I don't know if you noticed that, but we know right. at our end. <laughs> it's because we've had our year anniversary now. And so we're go. like cooking with gas hardcore. And so system. it's fun. We've decided that we do this podcast as therapy. So that's how we're writing it off on our text. Right. And it, yeah. You know what? And it, so. and it really is right. Because you have so much stuff in common and, you know, Karen had a, Karen had a hellish summer last year and she probably, it was probably good to talk to someone that's not right in it, you know, and, yeah. and that's what I use my friends for and my support systems is, is, you know, they're not with me all day. So I can just kind of unleash my rage and they don't yeah. hold it against me. So it's good. Yeah. That's the beauty part about it. And that's really why we got started is we wanted it to be a conversation about what was actually happening. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that no one could tell us what to say, because I think part of the, you know, I don't know. Anytime you start to have other people listen to you, you'll have folks come in and try to explain what you should or shouldn't say and why you should oh, or yes. shouldn't say it. And uh, that is one thing we don't take time to listen to. You know what I mean? It's like, no, we, we are who we are. We are who we will always yeah. be. And uh, so what that means, we never will have a sponsor like Amazon Prime. And, you know. <laughs> no matter how well, much we yeah. beg, yeah. That's or Gwyneth's coffee enemas. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we could start our own company, our coffee enema company. There you go. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, we're it using water hemp. Water hemp. 
Water hemp enema. That just sounds gross. Not gonna say. I said we could do water hemp facials. Water hemp tea will help you lose weight. There you go. And you'll make oh, millions. Oh, look at that. Yep. That's what we're going to have to do. So you guys have there any other go. questions for, for Sandy before we wrap this week up? Um, I No questions, but I want her to tell us her uh, blog website and her, you have your own YouTube channel, right? For your sheep stuff. And then you have the truck truces. Are those two different channels? I put it all under one. I I asked Amy right at the get go. I'm like, do you want this? Do you want to do a separate channel for this? And she said, uh-huh. nope, just put it under yours. And then okay. and then I usually just put it under a playlist. On, but it's all under my channel, which is just Sandy Brock. Um, if you just Google Sandy Brock, it should come up. Or Sheepishly Me is the is the little title of the vlog. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we got that. Everyone check it out. You're not missing it. If you haven't seen a a truck truth, that's the only thing you're missing out on. So definitely um, check it out, (laughs) Google it. And then the sheep stuff is awesome. And I never watch videos that are more than one minute long, but I always watch your truth, truck truths, and I've watched some of them more than once. Yeah. So I have two. Oh, yeah, thanks. Awesome. Yeah, that's. Uh, I always crack up, yeah. and Carl looks at me weird, like, "Oh, the phone, the voices in her phone are talking <laughs> again." Yeah. And sometimes the dudes are like, "Are like, oh my god, these two, I can't handle those voices," and and I'm like, "That's okay. Yeah, they can mute us. It's all good." That's just We're it. That's that. right. Well, the best compliment we've ever had is, "Thank God I'm not married to them, but they're funny." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so, funny. That is yeah, good. Yeah, so we're funny. That is a compliment. I would say. Yeah, that. but no one wants to be married to us. Even our husbands don't want to be married to us. I know. Right? They're yeah. stuck. We got them beforehand. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah. There's no going back. So, yep. but no, we really appreciate yep. you coming on. You know, stay true to yourself. Stay awesome. And, uh, you know, we, thank we, you. Thanks for having me. Guys. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And, uh, you know, thanks for, for everything. And, have a great week for our listeners and, and uh, well, you too, Sandy, of course, we want you to have a great week too, but um, everyone have a good one <laughs> Thank you. and uh, we'll be back next week.